The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, November 9th, 2019, live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It is episode number 500 as we tie the record for the most episodes on a cigar podcast ever. And with me right now is a guy I started with on episode one 500 weeks ago, Tommy Grella. We'll talk with him and bring on other surprise guests. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. It is cigar radio at its finest. And The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you can catch the podcast on demand anytime or on our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. With us is Tommy Grella. Welcome <laughs> back, Tommy. I'm so glad it's still just a podcast and no video. There's video. There's <laughs> video. <laughs> I'm so, do you have high definition? Because I want my all of my fat to be on your there screen. There we go. Well, we were preparing for you. Barry and I have been dieting right now, so that yeah, the stage could handle what's yes, about to happen. You know what you are? You're a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> You're both quitters. Yeah, we don't want our weight to match the episode number. So. Right. <laughs> uh, 500. 500. Wow. March 31st, 2010, episode one. Wow. Right downstairs from where we were, this crazy idea of... There's a podcast. Do you know what that is? Did you know what a podcast was? I didn't. No. At the time, I had no idea. And how do we do this, and what do we figure it out? And uh, <laughs> after, it, I think we did two two shows. We did. Yeah. We did. Uh, to see how it would work, and those episodes are gone, whatever. We have a few missing episodes, so we're saying we're 500. We can prove 500. Some of these other ones we can't prove, so it's really probably... If you did the math on March 31st, it's probably 503 or something like that. Wow. But we're going with 500 because that's what we can prove. And you know me a long time. This is a milestone that I had to hit because I want to be the champion, right? Well, it's a milestone that you want to hit, but that's, but no means says that you're done. And matter of fact, nothing could be further from the truth. Well, I'm absolutely going to next week because we have tied the record right now. <laughs> the show is gone. We've tied. So we're going to at least win. And then decide what are we going to do between the people that are left uh, and say, what do you want to do here? Because that's all I wanted to do is win. Really? Yeah. So you might stop the show? You could. <gasps> I'm hoping. Say it isn't so. <laughs> I'm hoping. Or, or we could change it, or we could do it a different day, or we could do it less. It's two hours a week. Now, this is a podcast, and I didn't know that most podcasts are about 24 minutes long. 24 minutes. That's yeah. the average. And that's people's attention span. It's their drive time. It's a lot of things. Right. I thought this was like a TV show or a movie or a whatever. I don't know. Radio show that is a couple hours long. And we made it two hours and we never stopped. And 
Does it need to be two hours? I don't know. Is you know, it I too much? Think, I do think because of the particular genre of the show, I think it's true. A lot of shows would be quicker formats, broader listening audiences. But your audience is very specifically interested in you know this, you know cigars basically. And, and, just, and we have looked at all kinds of information that we gathered over this time, and we, we track when people drop off and things yeah. like that and you know how to improve ourselves if we see a drop off at a certain point okay we need to do something whatever but i'll tell you it's pretty steady that most of our listeners listen to the whole thing it's because you're so handsome that is and it, <laughs> and that's why it's mostly audio, audio listeners. Yes. most audio <laughs> listeners i mean two hours if we go down to a shorter format core rudy in canada would have nothing to do i love because in canada is really nothing there's nothing there no there's nothing. There's a lot of moose. It's very moosey. Yeah. By the way, next week, 501, we're bringing Rudy, Rudy in. On. Rudy was there for episode one. Nobody, yeah, when nobody right. else was. He was the first guy. It's like, okay, my wife's listening. This person's listening. <laughs> I know, I know. And there's one guy here, and, and he's actually not in the United States. Who is this? And then we got to know who he was. So we'll have him on next yeah, week, too. All best. right, let's get to it. Let, let's light up a cigar. And, uh, Barry, this is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, but it's a, um, a company that's been supporting us for a long time now, and we thought this is the fitting cigar for us to smoke. What do we have? Well, today's first cigar is the Perdomo Habano Bourbon Barrel Age, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. The size we're lighting up is a 6x54 Epicure, and it's a Nicaraguan Puro featuring a Maduro wrapper. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $8.69, why a box of 24 is $169.99, which is a savings of almost $39 or 18% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And since we get so many emails complaining about me being the heavy breather, yeah, just, I love you, Tommy. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, <laughs> yeah. but the obscene, the obscene phone call today is Tommy. Okay. So <laughs> Heavy breather. Yeah. <laughs> you think I have sleep apnea? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I just love that. There we go. I'm uh, a fat kid. What do you want? Leave me alone. There we go. So we're going to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And uh, a big part of our success and a big part of us keep going on is that the people that support us. So I'll say it once again to you. You hear the people that support us. If you want to support, if you want to support us, support the people that support us. And Perdomo is one, and you'll hear the people throughout the whole show. Um, and without that, I'm sure I would have gave up. Well, so, you know, I'm, I'm the unbiased person because I don't work in the cigar industry, right? And I've been – I don't want to breathe so heavy. I know. Um, <laughs> I've – I've been around in, in uh, a friend of Nick's as long as you know. I've been smoking cigars, yeah. and so I can tell you, I'm, in an unbiased manner. One, he's he really is a great guy. Somebody yeah. you want to support? He's, fa he's fabulous. Uh, you know, I've been to his house. He's had me for dinner. He treats he treated me like a celebrity. Yeah. And who am I? I'm a nobody. And in terms of cigars and value, I haven't had one in a while. Oh my god! Mm. Talk about construction. Yep. I mean that is. You couldn't remember twenty years ago when the only cigars you could get the solid were like twenty dollars a piece. Right, you know what I'm talking about. Right, right. Now an eight dollar cigar is that right constructed that well, and I know it's going to draw because it's neck. He is an underpriced cigar, and 
and he is because he is vertically integrated completely. He grows all his own tobacco now, right. all the way through his own cellophane, makes his own boxes, everything. So actually keeps the prices down, passes it on to us, who pass it on to you, and here you go. Cold drawer, cashews. But in the meantime, let's uh, light our cigar. Mm. Uh, we're going to use our Vertigo Falcon, which features a slim design, perfect for your watch pocket. And it has a flip top, patented Vertigo big ass tank, and a single jet for pinpoint accuracy. You would think a lighter like this would be $20, $30, 9 Unbelievable. I thought we'd go with some high end fancy lighter today, which looked like that's what you were doing, but a $10 lighter. When you referred to big-ass tank, I thought you were talking about something else. And what would that be? Well, it's a big-ass tank. I'm sitting on it. <laughs> there we go. That's uh, referred to as junk in the trunk. There we go. <laughs> is that what it is? Do we, call, do we say that about guys? <laughs> I just did, so. Oh, nice. I'm playing the role of Jonathan today. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tommy, you, yeah. you got out of this. Uh, in the first year of the Cigar Authority, so did Jonathan. I was all by myself as this happened. Sorry. But quite a bit changed in the cigar industry in the 10 years. What do you What do you see? You know, you, you're mentioning Ooh. that, oh my, you know, just right off the bat is, oh, my God, here's a cigar that is less than you would expect. Because in those days, cigars were more than you would expect. Yes. So, so first thing is, you got to say, I've been through two booms, right? Mm -hmm. two, two booms in the cigar industry, and the booms have been very different. And the, the first boom, it was um, a, like an elitist thing. People of wealth, smoking cigars, showing off about smoking cigars. Now I feel it's, so it's, it's more of a craft thing where um, everybody appreciates cigars. Yeah. Do, do you agree? Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? It was, it was, it was, um, you know, again, a status symbol, and now it's just a love of tobacco, a love of the art, um, and there was always all walks of life, but now it's, it's not, um, you know, it's not money driven. Yeah. You know, again, look at this cigar for eight bucks. What can you say in 20 years where the quality has gone up and the, um, and the price has gone down that you consume? I mean, certainly you could say that about technology, right? Yeah. But that you consume. You know, everything's gone up. That you, that you eat, that you drink in 20 years. This has gotten better and gone, gone down, down in price. And more people smoke today yeah. than ever have. Yeah. Despite everything that ends D up despite happening. Despite everything that you but say. On what you're saying about different cultures, basically, that, that are into cigars, the beer culture, microbrew beers, and, and alcohol... Um, single barrel and we'll get into some of that in the next hour that type of person is into cigars the motorcycle folks and that group of people are into cigars yes you know so there's pockets of, of culture that that has other cultures concentration that, absolutely golf golfers yeah that's been for a long time so right. that was the one that people would say golfers and things gun enthusiasts into right. cigars, and then it became these other pockets of what it is. Even when we got into into this a couple of shows ago, the Hispanics are getting into cigars. They never were, even though they they are the people that grow it and make it and everything. They were never the cigar smokers, and and also uh, African Americans. Now that becomes pockets of that is happening to it. So I think we've branched out the cigar industry into a whole bunch of different people that, yeah. that did it instead of the middle-aged white guy fine, right, with, right, right, good finance and things like that because it's the affordable luxury now. Because 
in, in the, even in the, in the 90s, you're talking about a $20 cigar, and now here it is, an $8 cigar in this time. It's very, very affordable. It's incredible, too. I'm $8 cigar. I'm smoking this thing. It's unbelievable. What else can you do that's an hour long for $8? Nothing. Even going bowling costs more than that. Yeah. The movies, forget about. Yeah. $8, you can get lost. Absolutely. So those that don't remember you, Tommy, and you've been going a long time, you came a couple of shows in between all that time. Yeah. But you came in as a finance guy. That was the business you were in. Financial services, yep. For- and maybe that's why you were into cigars, because that, that was the people you were around. Uh, I, well, I mean, I... How did this start? I, I started with you. Okay. Now you gonna, I got to remind you. Yeah. I got to remind him. He's getting the, old now. The, yeah. There was a cigar store. The near store you. was across the street. Yeah. What was next door to you? Tweeter. Tweeter. Yeah, yeah. You had a Mercedes 500 series used that you bought. To this day, you cursed it. Remember that car? Yeah. Yeah. You had me put in a car stereo for you. Ah. That's how we met. Yeah, all right. So that was like 1995. <laughs> All right. So you used to walk around with a little Benzy box? Yeah. Not little. It was the big one. And I remember he gave me a cigar, and I actually had the gall to go back, walk, walk to the store, and I said, thank you very much, but if you don't mind, I really prefer a La Giana. And you gave me a La Giana. I gave you something else instead of yeah, that? Yeah, you gave me something that was stronger at the time. Oh, I didn't right. like it. All right. I, you know, I wanted to smoke something. And I, the original La Giana with the wings, Yeah, that's what I loved to smoke at the time, the torpedo. But so you were smoking before that day. Yeah, uh, but only because you were there and I All worked right. next door. All right. But that's when we officially met, and then I started to get to meet, at the time, the guys that would sit in the front of the store. Yeah. And at the time, Dwayne and Ed. Now, so you were working for Twitter. You weren't in the finance business. Nope. Okay. So you go to college. You learn that stuff at that point. Well, I, was, I was out of college at that All point, right. but then I went. I started in the finance business, worked for Putnam Investments. All right. And then after a couple of years there, my father said, I'm getting too busy. He was always in financial services yeah. and said, I need you to come in. And everyone in the family said, don't bring him in yet. It's too soon. But my father said, no, not too bad. I got to bring him in now. Yeah, he needed it. He needed it. And uh, I was there until 2010. All right. And right beforehand, um, you always dabbled in food because mm. that's what I loved about you, just so you know. Because I always had food on him. Always had <laughs> you always <laughs> had food on him. And, and you were the ultimate fat guy. That, that I am, that you would say, oh, did you ever try this? Yeah. You ever put ice cream inside a donut? The official, the official, <laughs> you don't know the story. Yeah. The official time that this happened is we were at a golf tournament, you and I, for some cigar thing in Connecticut. Okay. What was it? I remember. Um, On the ride home. So we'd always, you know, been friends, gotten to know one another. But then this one day, we're at a golf tournament in Connecticut. He brought me, and on the ride home, we stopped. Yeah. You ever have a peanut butter and banana sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> You ever have it griddled? Toasted with, with butter? butter? Yeah. <laughs> you oh ever have God. it with bacon in it? Toasted yeah. and griddled with butter? Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? <laughs> it's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. You have. A lot. Yeah, a lot. A <laughs> real lot. We Hot Pop-Tart, cold butter. Uh, but so that's a, that when it was it was official. Like we 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 laughed all the we laughed. We fell in love. That was it. That was our love affair. And to this day, we still you know yeah. we agree on a lot of food stuff. Despite you, Dave loves food, but he loves three kinds. Yeah. Here's his wheelhouse of love. It's chicken palm, cow loon, <laughs> and beef. That's it. Then there's a couple of outlayers, but yeah. that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where I eat everything. Yeah. There's nothing I don't eat. Really? Yeah. But we still have some serious love affairs like Kowloon. Yeah. You and I have a very serious Kowloon problem. 
The so, problem is we don't live close enough. But, but you, you took it to another level at that point then, that all of a sudden you were on TV. We took it to another we level. We did. We did. We did. So the story goes is at, at the time, in order to try and woo clients, if you will, how do you, how do you get people who don't want to be called by another broker to come mm. and talk to you as a broker? Yeah. Right? You call your clients and you say, hey, I'm going to feed you dinner. <laughs> they like that. Free dinner. Bring a friend. Yeah. That's the, that was a key statement. And um, my dad has you know this elaborate outdoor kitchen and you know uh, I don't know bar pizza and, and pizza oven and bocce court and all this. So you know, come to the house. I'm going to feed you dinner. And people started talking like, "Oh my god, I want to get invited to one of these dinners. How do I get invited to one of these dinners?" You said, "Hey, I got this email that said you can sign up to be on the Food Network." Yeah, Tommy, this is what you already do. Let me tape you doing it tomorrow. Yes, that's literally how it happened. <laughs> There was one of my friends at the time, actually, who was mad at me and said, you left me out of it. You always cook with me and you left me out of it, crybaby. John. Ha-ha! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got you finally, you bastard. Uh, but you were the one who really just said, I had no plan to do this. Yeah. This is the best part. So we taped the whole thing. He calls me the next day. Dave calls me the next day. Hey, come to the office. I already have it edited. Yeah. He, we had like eight hours of material. You edited down to three minutes. Yeah. We overnighted it to the Food Network. People don't even know this. Yes. And they called me the next day. As we were driving to the Big Smoke in New York. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, that's when, no, that's when I got... Oh, no. So the next day they called me and said, we want you, uh, or, or uh, we like your video, we want to talk to you. And then when you and I were at the Big Smoke, they've called me and said, it's official. Okay. We need you it. to come and do the <clears> interview. And we happened to be in New York. And we happened to be in New York at the time. I said, yeah, I happen to be down the street right now. But it's crazy how that happened. So a lot of people don't know this. I guess maybe I got a big mouth, and that always helped me. But you were the inspiration. It was the entertainment. It was cooking great food, but entertaining at the same time, which is what I saw when I would go see you cook. Just because I love it. Oh, my God. He had me over his house for dinner for my birthday. And I get there, and nothing is ready. And... I brought my wife and my daughter, and here we are, and he hasn't cooked at all, and we're there at the time we're supposed to be eating, and I'm a fat guy, and I actually plan, food. this is when I'm hungry to eat. <laughs> so he pours a glass of wine, and he has my daughter making the meatballs. He says, here, wet your hands here, and this is how you do oh, it. I remember that, yeah. And then, here, Laurie, do this and chop this up and things, and we're all part of this in the kitchen and doing it. In the meantime, I don't know, there's a roast on a rotisserie going on. <laughs> there's, all these things are happening, and then it was like, okay, this is cooking. It was so entertaining. And then it was, okay, let's go into the dining room. Go into the dining room. And it was like a feast like you never saw before. And I said, what an experience. That wasn't going out to dinner. That was an experience of what it is. And let's put that in three-minute video. We give it to That's the right. Food Network, and they go, this is it. A star is born, and it's the next Food Network I star. wish they said a star was born. What is wrong with you people? You had a great star. You didn't use it. It's because you know it's unreality TV. It is unreality TV. So at the time the demographics were telling them that they needed to expand the Latino market and they didn't see me as the fit for that. And that's all they were concentrating right, on. Right. Right. So whatever. I'm, so I'm the It was factor. Guy Fieri before you and then it was yeah. whoever that now, So he when I met Guy he was really not very popular. He had just he had just won his show so he didn't really make it yet. And so we became friendly, and he would do, to promote his show, like literally mall openings. Like Jordan Marsh is opening a new store in Atlantic City. Yeah. Guy Fieri's going to be there making muffins. Yeah. <laughs> and he called me and said, Tommy, can you help me? And I'd be like, yeah, sure, I can help you. 
By the third or fourth time I did this with Guy, all of a sudden he's got an entourage with him and bodyguards. I'm like, seriously, dude? Yeah. Who, who are you? Right. Um, and he would call me when he would be in this area at different, you know, because he does his show, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And the first few years when he would be in the area, like Peabody when he's at the Little Depot Diner or wherever, he would call me, Grella, what are you doing? Aren't I near you? Yeah. All right, come see me. And I would cigar go. Cigar smoker? Yes, he is a cigar yeah. smoker. I brought him a box mm. of Rocky Patel Old Worlds at the time. All right. There were like 400 bucks a box. There were like 40 cigars in a box. Remember these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out, afterwards, he became friends with Rocky Patel, and one day, like a year later after I gave him that box of cigars, he called me in the middle of the night. It was like 2 in the morning. I, had a, I got a message the next day. It was him and Rocky Patel drunk. Ah, I'm surprised. <laughs> you only what hear a, this a on shock. the Cigar Shocking. Authority. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Uh, him and him and Rocky Patel drunk, and uh, turns out they became buddies afterwards. So, Rocky, I'm the one who got Guy Fieri to smoke your cigars. Just a reminder. Where's my commission? Remember having Rocky Patel? Check? You had Rocky Patel over your house and cooked an elaborate meal yes. with him. Yes. We, we did some video on that. That's stuff. Duck confit cigars that night. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Duck confit cigars. They were he, good. He was impressed. And Rocky's a chef on, on his own. Rocky, okay, we got to tell people. Rocky is. Basically certifiable. Um, he doesn't sleep. He's a he's a complete nut job, and he doesn't sleep. Isn't there a rumor that he had a, a show on public access in Wisconsin where he cooked? Cooked, yeah. yeah. He was a so cook. his ex girlfriend was with me on the Food Network. She was, oh, I can't remember her name. She was a, a popular model who had a cooking show at the time, and I met her when. You know, when I was doing the show. I remember show, that, yes. I now I do. And, uh, and Rocky laughed and told me a couple inside stories. So I knew what you did. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, <clears throat> she was good with the roast meat. Anyway, um, so wow. uh, that's how it's brutal, isn't it? Check, please. <laughs> <laughs> you see who you replaced, Barry Stein? You it's no wonder I haven't gotten in trouble yet. He's yeah. far worse than I ever am. Oh, yeah. So uh, so Rocky Patel came to the house. We played bocce. We cooked. We literally had to finally tell him, look, enough is enough. We're all exhausted. We have, we have to, to go, go home. It was literally three in the morning. Yeah. My father, in all of his brilliance, decided to get lights like a baseball stadium yeah. over the bocce court, which to, to Rocky was an invitation to play all night long. Mm. And everybody else is passing out and, and hammered. And he, well, he's hammered too, but just didn't want to stop. We finally had to stop at like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. We no. ate twice that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow night. <laughs> yeah. We ate, we stopped, we played, we ate again. Yeah, absolutely. Rocky Patel, another sponsor of the Cigar Authority. Uh, thank you, Rocky Patel, for sticking with us. Uh, unlike Rocky Patel sticking with us, on September 11, 2010, um, first year was tough for everybody, but that's when uh, Tom Grella said, uh, I'm not coming in, I'm going to um, a golf tournament. I'm going to, uh, you have that? Live from Seabrook, New Hampshire, September 11, 2010. It's wow. Patriot Day, everybody. And welcome to the Cigar Authority. I'm doing a solo show. Well, not solo. Not completely. Not completely solo. I got Chuck here with me. But Tommy Grella's taking the day off, a very important day for him. He's golfing. Anyway, that's, that's all I got out of him. So, And that was it. And I never saw him again. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was the last thing. That was it. Was very last minute. You said, "Oh, I got to go golf," and that was it. I don't and then what the following week, he didn't show up 
then it was, I gave you a call after, I go, so are we done here? Oh, what's going on? <laughs> I went, well, my career's changed, and I couldn't get off on Saturday, basically, yeah. is what happened. Yeah, so, all, by the way, I have everything on tape. <laughs> so, anybody that's going to say, no, this is it, and that goes for Mr. Jonathan, who's not here today, himself, this is on tape. We have 500th episode. Let's make sure we make fun yeah, of him. Yeah, 500th episode. Where is he? Dancing with men. Dancing with men. <laughs> Not joking. Yeah. We're 100% serious. Yeah. He's at he, a dance thing, and the majority of the time, he'll be dancing with other men. Who, who's the lead? How he do you does both. Lead? He, he does both. both. He goes both ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. J. And he didn't see it coming. He didn't see the 500th episode coming. I've been counting down every single day. And he works with you every day. Yeah. Let's just, it's crazy. But he, works he is who day. he is. And uh, he he left before you. Again, you know, let's be clear. I didn't you had a reason leave. to leave. That, that, that's then, beside the point. You know, life happens. Yes. So, um, um, what do you think? Perdomo, Habano, this is the Maduro. Not something that, of the line, I would have picked. I wouldn't have went to the Connecticut. You go into the... Not necessarily your wheelhouse. But uh, I'm, I'm, I've learned to smoke the fuller-bodied stuff, which is slower. And then I get through it, there's no problem. But he makes a damn good cigar. Yeah, a little no, really. notes of German chocolate, a little bit of coffee, some subtle earth in the background. You know, I, I heard, and we're running a promotion inside the store in Perdomo, and I heard one of the salesmen talking to a customer, and he goes, I don't like Perdomo cigars. And that was the blatant, that was it. Mm. There's so many Perdomo cigars. There's, there's so many choices. Yes, you, yeah. that, that's so not fair right. to say that, that... Okay, you have the Maduro and say, it's too heavy for me. I don't like, okay, let me show you champagne. Let me show you the, the Connecticut. Let me show you. There's so many choices yeah. of what it is. Of and They just came out with the ESV. Yes. The sun-grown, phenomenal. Mm. Mm. Can't stop smoking that cigar. Yeah, and those are boxes of small counts. Yeah, six-count six boxes. Six-count boxes. Yeah, his, like his cigars are not like a Def Leppard album. Like, they're all over the place. Really? Where are yeah. you going with this? Well, you know, Def Leppard album, doesn't matter which album it is, they all sound the same. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Just which isn't what... a bad thing, you know, if you're a stripper, but it's also <laughs> it's also good for non-strippers, too, yeah. I think. But these, no, but seriously, his cigars are all over the place. Yeah. You, know, you have some stronger, some weaker. I think he's actually gotten more restrained over the years, and I think he's become... Really, a fantastic blender. Oh man, I'm not. Is. I'm not saying he was ever bad, but he's certainly become extremely good. Yeah. All right, I can't wait to get to it. So I want to go to a break because when we come back, another blast from the past. He started less than a year into the show after Mr. Jonathan quit. Um, then Mr. Jonathan came back, so Chuck quit. The gentleman of the Cigar Authority, Chuck Morrison, will join us live wow. when we return. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. 
America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. 
Padrón Cigars. They give you the cigar smoker. The confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars. Handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Live from a cigar store near you, it's the Cigar Authority with your host, Tommy Grell. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Tommy is a Scorpio, he likes biking, and he's never been laid. Chuck Morris. <laughs> he's a really nice guy, you know, but I'm pretty sure that he is a serial murderer. And the worldwide authority on everything cigar. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. David Garofalo. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. This is the Cigar Authority. And we're back. That was the intro from back then. Back then. Back then. The, the one that Chuck created. Yes. And I'll just say this. He's not the guy behind the guy behind the guy. <laughs> he is the guy. Yeah. Actually, I was just thinking that he is the, he's the, the guy. guy that's done it all. Yeah. I mean, he's People the guy. People don't know that. He's done it all. Yep. So 500 episodes. Couldn't have done it without his. No. Couldn't have done it without him for sure. So all he is, inclu including you and including um, Ed Sullivan and, uh, you. you know, it's part of a whole thing because so, I, I did do a couple by myself and didn't go too well so chuck walked up on stage and the video feed went out to facebook youtube yeah everybody went freaking crazy yeah there we uh, go there in person <laughs> not even a phone call that's oh, it no. this is awesome not missing this thank, they, you, they, thank you both they for really coming here for this. pleasure it's you know pleasure. what you know what it feels like I feel like Drew Bledsoe walking in on the Patriots <laughs> when like Brady took over. You know, it's just like holy crap. I think uh, he uh, Chuck uh, Chuck. Yeah, Ed. what's his name? Ed. 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 I think he just referred to you as Tom Brady. I did. Oh, yeah. Good. There you go. Thank you. No, this is this is uh, this is impressive to say the least. Yeah, yeah, this is amazing. Good. We we had a plan together. We did. We were doing this, and then you got offered. A, a great gig. I got it. Yeah, yeah, still there. So it's a company okay. called Appcast out of Leb, New Hampshire, startup that was recently acquired. So they hit the, the the job lottery in a sense in terms of being a startup that got acquired by a larger corporation. So that occurred on July first, which oh. was pretty cool. And all right, uh, still there, kind of helping with the uh, the sales and strategy teams and 
kind of going in a uh, global growth stage right now. But and still with the Patriots, still with the Pats. Yeah, they uh, they offered me another uh, another year, and I looked at the schedule. It's all basically East Coast travel, so not too intense in terms of getting back at like four in the morning from a California game or something like that. So yeah. So Chuck does the audio there for the New England Patriots radio, yep. and uh, but I still don't see a big giant ring on your yeah, finger. Yeah, no, no ring, unfortunately. That how dare they uh, keep doing this? I think they're waiting for like the largest one to come, and then that will. You know, ah, that makes complete season. sense. Yes. Yeah. Because, because of those hands. My God. Yeah. <laughs> July 19, 2010, less than four months after Mr. Jonathan left, Chuck Morrison jumps in. Less than four months I got out of Mr. Jonathan at the beginning of it. And on June 24th, you left us. You stayed on for seven years. Yeah. Seven yeah. years. Wow. Thank you for your services. I oh feel like it's almost like military. <laughs> no, right? man. It was never. Uh, it was never. It was never work. It was never a job. Yeah, it was that you woke up and looked forward to. So and- this is your baby too, all is um, that. My plan was going in that this was going to be the longest running, at the very least. I can do that. It doesn't mean it has to be successful or something. But just just like what happened with two guys. Uh, the store itself, it exceeded my expectations. Uh, the Cigar Authority exceeded my expectations. It's been, well, you know, we have a giant audience that come see us. Uh, thank you all for, for there. Yeah. Uh, coming see us live as the show's going on, but also all the people that that watch live, listen live, and, and hundreds of thousands that, that catch. I've been part. stalking you guys, by the way. Don't yeah. think I've been absent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, both have. Oh, yeah. I, I have to interject something here. We were talking about this earlier. Um, for those of you who don't know Dave the way that we know Dave, um, this is a this is a way to describe him. I think it was your third grade teacher that told you you basically amount to nothing. You yes. couldn't pay attention and didn't do it. Yeah, and, and didn't do anything. My and mother if cried. You, if you ask, <laughs> if you ask his mother, who by the way is an absolute doll, she described Dave as being three years old, down on the floor with crayons and markers everywhere, seven pieces of construction paper, whatever it is he had in his mind that he had to do. You couldn't get him off it. He was going to do that thing, that project, whatever he was going to do, and he would do it the best he could and just didn't stop. That's Dave. Why has he done this radio show, this podcast for 500 episodes? Because he's just not going to stop. He does not stop working. Yeah, Anybody yeah. got a tissue? You got a little brown on your nose over <laughs> it's there. It's a little so sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tommy, that's it, how he is. I mean, let's not make this a love fest, but let's make it a love fest. I mean, sincerely, Dave, like in my new my new line of work, right? Like I, I deal with a lot of uh, executives, CEOs, and things like that. You are hands down uh, not only my, my favorite entrepreneur and executive, but just your creativity, your determination, like yeah. Tommy's talking about. You get an idea, and you don't you don't make it work. You know what I mean? Like, and what I mean by that is it's not a. Uh, it's not a uh, rigorous, um, you know, yeah, unpleasant it's thing. We it's fun. Do it. It's like, you just let's do, it. do this, make it as cool and awesome. And yeah, do the best we can. Do the best do we the can. Best we so can. creativity and, and, and your, your inability to stop is really what's yeah. always Unless it's successful. a technical issue, then you lose, you yeah. lose your mind. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. But Chuck, you deal with professional broadcasters. Obviously, none well, of us are professional broadcasters, uh, right? Dave, Speak we, for yourself, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> what Barry, Barry Stein. Is a, is a, yeah. <laughs> he can't even pronounce some words. He doesn't even well, get, a, get, get a close. Time out. Yeah. Define, define professional. I think professional is just kind of paying attention to your craft and just doing the best job that you can do. Yeah, I'm out. You know? I, I sit up here for two hours. Oh. So I'm not paying attention half the time. Every every once in a while, I throw some mess. So, what do you think, Barry? And I look like, at this. Well, huh? Has a look on his face, and yeah, just stick with me. Come on. Yeah. The, uh, the ADD kicks in. How about how about your Wicked Cuisine? It's still there, yeah. So I've still got Wicked Cuisine on the side. Making Mountains Move is kind of still there. I really haven't put much action okay. or attention to the it. The Wicked but. Cuisine for those that are there, you can find that on Amazon, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And you sell kitchen products. Yep. 
Yep. Kitchen accessories for the home. So look I at this. still use his sill pads to this day. There you go. I still use his cutting boards to this day. So, as I do. So and what's on, what's new products? Got anything? I, not nothing. Nothing new on the horizon yeah. right now. Um, we've got some kitchen chairs, um, some rollers. Um, you know, it's it's kind of it's a business opportunity where you look in the marketplace to see what's out there and what has weaknesses and what needs improvement. Yeah. And just trying to. Launch and this those. is how you got your job in the first place. Sort okay. yeah yeah. Well, they they th- looked at you and said, "How are you doing this?" Right. Well, I was doing a lot of online advertising, yeah. primarily through Amazon, and this business model where I work now with AppCast is essentially a, uh, a recruitment advertising company. So it's it's helping uh, employers advertising jobs online. So at the end of the day, it's online advertising. What attracted me to them, and I was begging to Amazon for like ages when I was working with them very <coughs> intently. Um, to have like a in the in the online advertising world, and we could maybe get like some uh, snoring going on. Uh, most of the advertising is done through what's called CPC, which means cost per click. So when every time someone clicks on an ad, right. the, uh, the the person's charged for that, right? The uh, the advertiser's charged for yeah. that. In AppCast world, it's pay per applicant. So the employers they're only paying when they get an ROI, when they get a result. They're only paying when they get an applicant back to one of their job openings. So they're not paying per click. They're not paying per posting or job slot. They're guaranteed 100% ROI. It's the only creature like this in the marketplace, which really creates a huge advantage. Um, and it makes it very easy to sell in a lot of ways. So when I saw that, I'm like, F, uh, you know, Amazon should be doing this by having a cost per sale model where just charge advertisers <laughs> per sale. Charge 3x if you want or 4x. Right. I'd rather pay more guaranteeing that I'm getting something back other than just an activity, a, a click or a posting. Yeah, so, right. Um, yeah, that, that's their kind of world and model. But that was kind of the fusion between Wicked Cuisine and my experience with online advertising and AppCast and what they were doing online. So. And you're there for quite a while now, so it's working out. Yeah, it's working out. I've been uh, coming up on three years. So um, okay, yeah. But I remember we talked when you were doing that. I said make sure you get a three year contract or something. Got and a three year deal. Yep. Got yes. some options, and you know. All right. Yep. Uh, a base good. to go with it. Commission opportunities. There was a lot. There was a lot of incentives. So good, and it's working out good. Yeah. So let's uh, ruin this and talk a little about cigars. <laughs> Finally, uh, have you been smoking cigars? I have, man. Yeah. Since leaving the show, you still yeah have yeah. a cigar. It's so freaking therapeutic and just relaxing, and it just makes for a you know a nice uh, cap to a day or an afternoon or you know some some occasions mornings. Yeah. But yeah, so I was telling you I've been smoking hammer and sickle. Um, still going back to I love Nick Perdomo. Always have so yeah. I like Perdomos a lot. Sure. Uh, for today's show, I have a Padron, which. It's kind of the special occasion cigar. As as it should be. So I remember uh, after you had left the show, um, George Padron called me up and he said, how do I get hold of Chuck? Because we really need to get these cigars to the Super Bowl. That's right. And when you saw the Super Bowl and all of a sudden they came in with this uh, humidor of Padron 50th anniversary, that was because of Chuck. That's how that happened. Ah. That's how they got it through. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, he he, they, he ruined it of, of what it was. These are 50-year-old cigars and all this yeah. stuff. It's not the case if they weren't 50-year-old cigars and all that. But anyway, uh, they passed them out. Did they at least give you one of those? I did get one. Yay. Did. All right. I thought for sure you were going to say no way, but okay. Well, back in the other Super Bowl occasions, we've, we've given cigars to the coaches that, yeah. that you provided. We did Garofalo cigars yeah. before, I remember. And yeah. You got them I was out. hoping to get that televised, but, um, right. you know. But this one, for, this one, the packaging was so unbelievable, and he it's all he cared about, it seemed, that uh, Kraft goes down to the locker room and he's passing out those cigars. He's not, never mind you want another Super Bowl or everything. It's like, hey, check these cigars out. Yeah, yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah, it is. Well, cigars are a big deal, man. It's just very celebratory, and, you know, I think uh, 
when you can enjoy one after any kind of accomplishment, it's even more special. I mean, they're great to have just every day or whatever it might be for the... On the team, are there regular cigar smokers? Definitely, yeah. I won't name names, but absolutely. There yeah. is, yep. Coaches, players. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's not it's not a cigarette. You know, it's right. not weed. Right, it's, right. You know, it's... I, I love... I remember when we were doing the Cigar Authority back in the day, you had a saying that, you know, it's smoking a cigar or being around a cigar smoker is as dangerous as being around a campfire. And there's yeah. a lot of truth to that. Like, there's more danger in inhaling fumes from a candle than there is from a cigar. Right. Let's call it spade a spade. Absolutely. Dave, yes. Um, we could be heading for disaster, but there's somebody who wants to talk to you live on the show. Really? You want to give it a whirl? Okay. Hey, hey what's, what's an episode without a screw up? Right. So we might as well try. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was going so well, I couldn't leave it alone. All right, we'll give it a try. All right, who do we have here? Dave's blood pressure just went up. Well, it's a surprise, isn't it? Oh, y'all calling it out? Oh yeah, yeah. Got a number, and uh, everybody knows but me. Nope. Hello, 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 caller. You're on the air with the cigar authority. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on, kid? Is this Christian Aroa? Yes, sir, it is. He's the wow. only one that calls me kid. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been called a kid in about 50 years. Christian, right, you were there right. in the, you were on episode one. Yeah, I am. And I'm, this is what, episode 10, episode 15? What is it? <laughs> this is 500. Thank you so much Already? for calling in. 500. And, and another advertiser, a guy that stuck with me through thick and thin. Um, the, and that was with a company you used to own. And now you go into another company and here you are again. So you've been through two with us. Thank you so much for your support. My pleasure, Dave. I hope you enjoy it, man. Good luck, guys. And I wish you a thousand more, man. Thanks so much. Thank you. Anything, <laughs> right, you, anything you want to talk about in your cigar coming out? Anything new? Another, we have the uh, Pandemonium that started shipping last week, and then we also have the Asylum 7 that should be shipping in a couple weeks as well. Perfect. So those are really good cigars. They're out there, man. Go try them. All right. Your, your rep is here right in the front row here watching every move here we're making. So uh, he's, he's letting everybody know. All right, Dave. Congratulations, kid. Good luck, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Christian. Thank you. Thanks, Christian. Christian Aroa from Asylum Cigars, first, CLE, Aroa Cigars. First uh, cigar trip I ever went on. Ah, no kidding. Yeah, to his place in Honduras. Wow. Yeah, yeah and that was a trip. Boy, yeah, let me tell you. That'll yeah. scare you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it didn't scare you out of the business, scared you in. The, uh, our introduction to, we, we land in the airport. Uh, Tegucigalpa Airport is famous for being in the middle of a bunch of mountains. So the plane actually has to do a very tight bank turn around till it can finally make the approach to the runway, which is too short. So it's like slam on the brakes oh, before you stop. It's the craziest place in the and world to put an airport. It's at the nuts. time, the airport was like, you know, uh, a shanty style building the size of a Home Depot. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, yeah. So this is our introduction to, to Honduras really feeling safe at this point. We oh, get, you see rusted crashes on the side of the mountain, oh, too, yeah. the ones that didn't make it as you're going down. They put us Rivet in the back through. of a pickup truck, standing up in the back of a pickup truck, sweating, driving for two hours to where Fast. we got to go. By the time we got there, all of our shirts had, were black from the dust coming up on the thing. Yeah. And as he says, there were at least four or five burning cars on the side of the road on, yeah. the, way, yeah. on the way. This is the thing that killed me. On the side of the road, there'd be like a cliff. 
and it would be the most meticulous painted, enormous Coca-Cola logo. Yeah. And I would say, where the hell can you buy a Coke? Uh, yeah. There's no way to go to get a Coca-Cola. What do these a, people know? It's just advertising. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. They managed to get a Coca-Cola rep here in the mountains of Tegucigalpa, but you can't buy a Coca-Cola here. No. Blew me away. But at any rate, we, it was a very scary trip. But it was it was an eye opening experience. We were all changed forever. Absolutely, no one left uh, an item of clothing other than on their back or a single dollar in their pocket. We literally left everything we had yeah. to these people who we saw live this. Mm. Well, it's a, just a difficult life. Third world, legit, uh, poor people. Yeah. And they if it wasn't crying. for the cigar industry, they have nothing. So yeah. they, that's their employing. So when you see things happening to this country, you don't realize how bad it trickles right. down into these other countries. And as a fat guy, you, you've clothed three or four people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They broke them down and, yeah, clothed yeah. the whole neighborhood. Because nobody's wearing any of those no. things that, you know. We get, well, we get look like, at this. They must, they're all standing there <laughs> taking pictures in front of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw this? myself on camera and I look like the world's most out of place person. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You, like, you were really sick on that trip. You didn't oh, know. yeah. That was a bad. But I'll tell you, the, right? Remember this? There wasn't a single dry eye in the place when we left. Yeah. His staff, who were unbelievable, they'd walk there in the morning to cook for you all day, and then when you went to bed, they'd finally walk home, right? Yeah. Wherever the heck it was, because you didn't know where it was. Yeah. But these people worked their butts off for us, and we had the most amazing food yeah. ever. Bartender on 24 hours a day. It was a fantastic. We learned how to play dominoes. We learned how to play dominoes. Mm, nice. Yeah. And it was in it was the middle great. of the middle of nowhere in the mountains in the jungle, which was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. They said well, after we arrived and got in our rooms, hey guys, um, maybe uh, before you put on your boots in the morning, you might want to just check for scorpions. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> There's awesome. a happy thought. Yeah. yeah. Always tell you to pull back the blanket because you never know what's underneath. Yeah. The and oh. then you think to yourself, if I get bit by a scorpion, how long is it going to take them to get me to a hospital? <laughs> Mm. Four hours? Right. We, we, I'm was, dead. Was basically. Jonathan with you? No. No. Because he would have sucked the poison out. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. Yes. No matter what. He's so, that type of guy. Dave, we got uh, a comment from one of our listeners yeah. on YouTube from Dina. She says, hey, Barrents, greetings to you and the gang minus Mr. J. Congrats on number 500. Love the show. Keep it going. Dina from... Johannesburg, South Africa. Wow. wow. Awesome. Wow. Is this crazy? Wow. It's crazy, right? <laughs> wow. It has exceeded my expectations of what, what, what happened to the show. It's nuts. I've had people actually, uh, I'm working in Boston now, who have said, oh, you were the guy who was who did the Cigar Authority. You're that guy. It's happened a couple times. And actually recently, I didn't mention this when Christian was on, because I don't remember the person's name, but they were friends with Christian's dad uh. and knew him and said, you, you, um, you know, I, I said, you know, I've been to his place, and they said where, and we described it. You're kidding. You really know Christian? Yeah, absolutely I do. I went to his place. When and friends with Julio. A, yeah. Wow. Great, great people. So you got somebody down by the South Pole. I'm going to give you somebody from the North Pole, Jeff Tucker in Alaska. He wishes congratulations. Alaska. So forget about coast oh. to coast. We're pole to pole. Right. Nice. Pole to pole. See, Mr. Jonathan would like that, too. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> I wish I had the bell. I would have given you one. Barry, you joined us July 5th, 2014. This year will be five years. Yeah, five this, years. I'm in my fifth year. Wow. So. 
Wow. Well, 14 to 15 is 1, 15 to 16 is 2, 16 to 17 is 3, 17 to 18 is 4, 18 to 19 is 5. I'm in my sixth year. Are you really counting out loud? Yes, I am. (laughs) I feel like this is PBS programming. So, Chuck, you you may remember Barry because Barry was actually a call-in guest when we were bringing on the bloggers and things to come on to the show. And that was part of the thing. We'd have a little segment. We'd, We'd bring these guys on that talk about... Cigars, yeah. but in a blog form. Right. And the problem that happened, we ended up stopping it because you guys wrote for a living and you didn't talk for a living. So the guy would come on. I don't know and, if I write for a living, but okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you were the one that ended up coming through because talking to you, that you busted our balls right from the go. We never even met each other or ever talked. No, it's and you came, to Jonathan right from the right beginning. Right from the beginning, not even knowing us. And But for the most part, it wasn't like that, and there was nothing we could do that would ask somebody a question, and they give us a one-word answer, and it's like, we'd, we'd be staring, I'd be staring at Chuck as I was doing it, like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Yeah. Help me. I remember I, I was on Brighton 15th Street. It's a street in Brooklyn that ends right at the beach, and my car was as much as on the beach as it could be legally, and I sat there talking to you guys, sweating wow. my ass off, smoking a cigar. Yeah. Barry's got a great story, though. Like, from Miami, right? Right. Up to, up to New England. Up to Connecticut, got screwed, wound up here, and uh, yeah. well, I would here since. You met, you met your lovely wife, Heidi, you know? It's been almost perfect. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's here. He did that in front of us. But that's part of the show, right? Yeah. How many times do we go home and say, it's just the show? It's just like the I show. said to my it's wife, okay. it's just the show. Yeah. Huh? It's just content. Yeah. Heidi knows I love her, so. So what do you guys think of the show today from, you know, and I purposely got getting ready for the show to, to find that, that intro and stuff. I listened to a couple of shows, old shows, yeah. and I got to say, we've improved. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the board that, you know, we started off with yeah. a board from um, music board or, or whatever it was into more equipment and video content. We were doing seven radio stations, actually, at the beginning That's of this. That's right. Yeah. That's um, right. Until you got preempted for Spanish baseball. Yes. We got preempted so often, and I got so mad each time I'd do it, yeah. that I said, okay, let's just go uh, podcast only, and then incorporating the video portion to it and stuff like that. And it's, it's come a long way, and I, we got it kind of mastered down. So now we're actually considering where do we go, when do we stop, do we... Be- Don't stop. Well, so let's bring your football thing into this. Yeah. That sh- is it time for Tom Brady to stop no. on the top? No. No? No, 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 no. I mean, if you Belichick, still... Belichick. If you can still perform, why would you stop? You know what I mean? If you're unable to perform, then yeah, then you call it retirement, which, you know, happens for a lot of us. But. Yeah, because you don't ever want to be that one. That well, think about in. the evolution of the show, right? You, from a tech standpoint, yeah. from um, uh, from a talent standpoint, what I mean by that is content. Think of like the commercials. Initially, it was just running of like, you know, 30 second spots. Yeah. And now you incorporated, you know, bits into the uh, segments yeah. that were, uh, you know, sponsored uh, segments and whatnot. I mean, the, 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 the sky literally is the limit. I mean, you're just finding your fastball right now. I love when we're talking before the show about Jonathan not being here, which is BS, by the way. Because <laughs> he's dancing with men. Yeah, well, yeah. surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, I mean, good to, you know, pump, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do your thing, Jay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Nothing wrong with that. Definitely not. But my, my point is, like, uh, you know, what I love about Jonathan is he's going to be back next week for episode 501 because that will be the new record, right? Yes. And that's the point. Is like, set the bar. Like, what's next? Brady, my favorite quote from Brady is, what's your favorite ring? And the answer is the next one. Uh, and that should be like, you know, your uh, your goal is like, what's your favorite show? The next one. You know, what? how can you evolve this even further? I mean, 
There's many directions you can go. You yeah. create a podcast. He looks it. tired, though, Chuck. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Dave? I don't, I don't want it to get worse. I want it to get better. Do you and feel like it's getting it can't worse? It can get any no. worse. <laughs> it, 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 you know, at the beginning, we were trying to, or I was trying to be a real broadcaster. Remember at the very yes. beginning of it yes. and saying, no, let's do this right and let's be straight and all this stuff. And it wasn't until the joking and the ball busting ended up coming out. And then it became fun for us. And I think the show got better. Well, because- what's a real broadcaster, though? Like, think of Howard Stern. Remember back in, like, the yeah, 80s? He, well, he was like, you know. He, it was very odd that he was being himself. And now he's considered perhaps the best interviewer yeah. in any media uh, format. The, actually, the, the analogy I always give him is the most popular television show in the entire world is of a genre that is very specific, very much like the cigars, and that is Top Gear. Mm. And why is Top Gear so wildly popular? And by the way, it has a huge female audience even, because it's three guys breaking each other's balls. Mm. That's what made the show real. so successful. It's real. Yeah. yeah, we bring the cigar shop experience to the listener. Yeah. You feel yes. you're in a cigar shop more than I am. That yeah, because I mean, a, you know, a lot of people, they listen to the show, they're sitting in the garage or the backyard. It's like being in the lounge. Yeah. It's not really a cigar show. It's hanging out with the boys. Yeah, yeah. And people have called into twoguyscigars.com. They tell me they look forward to hanging out with us every Saturday. All right. That's it, man. And I well, felt we, bad telling him next week's the last show. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. So don't. Actually, if you haven't been here, this is kind of the funnest place to hang out. And this is literally exactly what we do minus the headsets. You're right. Yeah. We don't do anything different. We're basically really boring. How many times we're sitting in the office and going over whatever and we say, this is the show. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't we running tape right now? Because this is you should a mic show up about your office. Yeah. Jonathan <laughs> said, save it for later. Save it for later. Right. Why are your office, Dave? That, that would be the next step. Well, you know? God. <laughs> All right, uh, reality TV show. That's the next. So we got a few more minutes in this segment. Is there any fond memory or something you remember back in in the past five hundred episodes or the ones you were on? Jesus Fuego. I got to bring it up. Yeah, the (laughs) The lost episode. The best show ever. It was the best show ever. How do we know? Well, you have to believe us because (laughs) we don't have it. Yeah, (laughs) Mr. Jonathan, that was on you. Yeah, he clicked the wrong button or whatever it was, and it. Oh my no, god! He says he, he didn't. I don't know. I don't know what really happened. I can't they, blame. They him, blame but. technology, and that's what bothers me. When you know, take the blame. <laughs> yeah. Everybody screws up. Take the blame. Don't blame technology or whatever. Yeah, it is. It's, as far as I know, the computer just does what you tell it to do. Yeah, yeah the power went out, but yeah, our fault. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that one's tough. Yeah. My, yeah. my, my favorite moment. I'm going to cut Chuck off. Is uh, you you weren't in town. And uh, we had well, the one I wasn't here. We had Big Poppy here. Oh yes, and oh. he was nice enough to the, his handlers are like you have two minutes, and he wound up hanging out with us for ten minutes. And Chuck and I interviewed him, and he wasn't a baseball player; he was a cigar smoker. Yeah, yeah. he was just totally gracious. Yeah, he said the biggest mistake he made was not smoking cigars earlier, right? Because he was told the misconception of it's going to make you run slower and you're not going to uh, be as healthy or whatever. And he goes, wow, what a bunch of bullshit that yeah. was. And Yeah, I don't know how he could run slower. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why you got to hit a home run so you don't have to go so exactly. fast. So, uh, okay, final thoughts here on Perdomo Habano. Great cigar. He- heaviest on his rotation. Maybe uh, on the BBA it is. I think yeah. the uh, I think the uh, the noir is a little bit mm-hmm. stronger. Um, this has some sweet chocolate notes. There's some coffee, a little bit of uh, a cashew uh, showing through on the finish. Just a really flavorful, complex smoke. Yeah, wow, that's great. It's good for you. 
All right. I love, I love there's it. nobody beating you up, but you, I think you got a pretty nail. I pretty love good. anything Nick makes. So I, I just think yeah. it's fantastic. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, I got a deal for you, and it's a special one just for our 500 episode. Uh, and they were the ones to beat. And it was so far away, I thought I'd never get here, but we did. Uh, we couldn't have done it without all of you. We're going to talk with or talk about Doc, the former champion from Stogie Fresh Five, when we return. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced, and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create the this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigar journal let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. 
The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there. This is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority. And I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at better cigar shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back with our number two. This is episode 500. This is our number 1,000. As I'm with the guys who brought me to the game, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison, Tommy Grella, Barry Stein, I'm David Garofalo, and Mr. Jonathan is not here because he has he's something dancing, more important. He's dancing with men. Dancing with men. He has something more important. But welcome back, everybody. Uh, big episode for us, 500. This is the uh, last of 1,000 hours. Amazing. It's nuts. You got to hit 10,000. Oh, God. Oh, come on. <laughs> that will not happen. It, when I look at these milestones, I remember hitting 25 years in the cigar business, mm-hmm. and then somebody says, what are you going to do for the 50th anniversary? We gave away silver bars. I said, I'll never see that day. Here, this year, I'm at 35 now. Yeah. So maybe 50 do- does happen. Start saving up for gold bars. That's right, which could, <laughs> which could be expensive. Um, we have a special cigar to smoke in this hour now. Yes, this is a, uh, a collaboration effect between J&J uh, whiskey company. They're an independent bottler down in Connecticut. 
Aganorsa Leaf, and TwoGuysCigars.com. And the cigar is the Single Cask Nation, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Aganorsa Leaf. The size is five and a quarter by 50. It features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler. A single cigar will set you back $12, while a box of 20 is $119.99, and the cigar is exclusive to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. And the cigar is aged inside a barrel of Whiskey Jubilee, which is a blend of whiskeys. It's 106 proof. Only 280 bottles were made. It was a five-year rye and a 12-year bourbon. After the bottle, after the... Uh, the cask was emptied. It was shipped to Aganorsa, and Aganorsa aged the cigars inside the cask. Now, I looked at the bottom of the box. First time I saw the box was today. These cigars do not go on sale until Tuesday? They go on sale Tuesday, and they go on sale... Uh, to them. To them. So if you got to sign up to Single Cast Nation, you'll get a notification at 12 o'clock on Tuesday when they go for on sale. Or... Or if any are left and... We, Doubtful. We don't predict that happening. Yeah. They'll be available for the rest of the public Wednesday at 12 noon. At twoguyscigars.com. Twoguyscigars.com. Yeah. So they only made how many? 200 boxes? 200 boxes of 10 cigars. Yeah. So this has been going on for a long time. And 10 or 20? 10. Wow. Box of 10? Box of 10. Okay, box of 10. You did say 20. Uh, my my apologies. Um. So now it's an official Cigar Authority show with some uh, misinformation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when this project began, it was that they wanted us to make sure the cigar, they, they're liquor people, yes. but they want to make sure the cigar was perfect. So we tasted blends and we switched it up a bunch of different times and we would keep getting cigars in. And the first one we got was... It was wet beyond belief. Yeah, mm. they put it in the barrels for too long. Yeah, right. there was lots of tax to the going. drawing board. But even before they did that, we got them in that said sin alcohol without, without alcohol. Yep. So we were tasting the blends before they did this process, yes. and then said, "Okay, we have it." Then they add alcohol. Let's try this out, and then believe it or not, it made it. Eh, no, this is no good. It's yeah, too wet. It's too, too wet. this. Yep. And then it would be back to okay. Let's. You know, so there was actually two different processes. Make sure the cigar tastes good before the alcohol, yep. and then make the alcohol, what's it going to do? And I guess it ends up happening pretty damn fast that it brings on a this flavor. A lot faster than I expected it yeah. to happen. How so, long is it aged in the cask? Um, they are not disclosing that, but uh, the first one was... Too long. Less than a month, and it yeah. was too long. Wow. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we can give a smell at the foot of it, and you can smell it, right? It smells like whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of a orange honey sweetness yeah. off the foot. Yeah. So call. Probably about six months ago was the last time I smoked a cigar. Now, after they end up doing that, they're going to let it rest and, and let it dry and do all this process. So I waited till today to end up getting it so I can, I can smoke it along with you as the finished product. I hope my fingers are crossed. But uh, they have a uh, single cast nation has a big following, mm -hmm. and he's, they're hoping that they're, just like we were talking earlier, the people that are into High-end alcohols or something yeah. are going to be into um, high-end cigars. So the guys behind Whiskey Cast Nation say it's going to be a matter of hours 
first. Yeah, not days. It's going to be hours. So if you're interested, you got to go sign up on Whiskey Cask Nation. Yeah, and they have a podcast, too, where they discuss whiskeys and all that. It's called Whiskey Cask Nation. Yeah, and they could not be here on the show. We invited them to come on, but they weren't able to do it. So we said this is when we want to do it. Uh, so it's special to us, and that it goes on sale. Nice guys, but I want to call them out. They, they sent us a cough bottle of liquor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could have sent us the whole bottle. But. Have you seen the size of us, boys? <laughs> really? What yep. is that going to do? Barry likes to overdo everything, and that bottle ain't going to do it. <laughs> no. All right, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So I know uh, my friends at Perdomo are watching. They're there most, most days, too. Uh, again, thank this you so much debonair. for the support. Very debonair. It's very debonair. We missed that. We missed that what's that mean, Chuck? It means uh, the gentleman way to do anything. And we're going to light our cigar I still put today. I still put my cologne on the right spot. Do you? Yeah. Because of that? Ahead. Sorry. Can, can I uh, do this Yeah, now? I apologize. Okay. Apology accepted. Thank you. You tasted it without the drop? Without, you taste it. Oh, yeah. It's very, very sweet. sweet. Very sweet. A uh, little bit of bourbon. Anyway, we're going to like this cigar with the Vertigo Falcon, which features a slim design. It's perfect for your watch pocket. It has a flip top and a patented Vertigo big-ass tank. And it's a, a single jet for pinpoint access, and it retails for $9.99. That is a steal. Yeah, that's it looks like a fancy lighter for, for ten bucks, right? It's very inexpensive. It's got a oh. big ass tank. Yeah, which I like. It's like want, saying it. It's fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because you don't want to keep refilling. Well, the people at Vertigo say, "What big ass tank? What are you talking about?" Because Jonathan started that, and he says that's what <laughs> it's patented. And, you know, so the skinny guy came up with big ass tank. Yeah, yeah. He thinks everything's big. Figures, yeah. Everything's big. So. So one of the guys from Cast Nation is in the uh, chat room, and uh, that bottle, that 280 bottles sold out, and there's really none left in the wild. Oh, oh all right. There's none to cap. So a bottle actually goes for a few hundred dollars now on the, I guess, on the black market without it being available. Uh, so that's why this small amount. I hope the same thing happens with the cigar. So you poured us some of it. And now I wanted to taste the cigar before doing that so it, my palate wasn't covered up. Mm -hmm. But now I want to actually try it. So cheers, Chuck. Cheers. Tommy. Thank you. I would say Ed, it's a 500 Barry, more, but I don't you. want to be No, cursed. it will not be. I, I promise you there will not be 500 more. <laughs> so according to a Reddit review, the uh, very sweet. The cigar uh, features... Sweet candies, cream corn, caramel, honey, which gives way to spices, rye, and cinnamon. Look at Tom's putting a drop of alcohol. Drop water. of water. Do it for me, too. Yeah, because it's at the proof that it's at, it's going to kill your taste buds before you really get to it's taste it. It's 106 proof. A normal yes, bottle please. is 86 proof. So. Really? It, it does taste wow. sweet. I don't know about candy corn. What were you saying? Uh, you know, reviewers are all yeah. full of it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, but it's candy much. corn, uh, cream, vanilla, honey. I get honey, vanilla. Wow. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah, that water loosened it right up. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like. Um, I'll tell you this. I, I smoked one before the show because I was trying dying to try it. When you drink it with the whiskey, 
you don't pick up the whiskey infused as much. Ah. But when you smoke it on its own, you definitely get it. Yeah. But the two kind of yeah, cancel it's not, each it's, other out. It's not overpowering on the cigar. It's there. You taste the sweetness yes. and you can taste the whiskey. Almost like the bourbon barrel age we just smoked from Perdomo, that right. it's there a little bit. Maybe it's a little heavier that the, the bourbon is on, on. It's definitely heavier when you're not pairing it with the bourbon. You definitely notice it more. It's more in your face. Uh, so it's enjoyable both ways. So we're drinking this in, in coffee cups. Jackie Gleason he used to drink his booze in the, in the coffee cups. That's what I'm... So nobody knew. No dog in the fight. This is outstanding. I'm, I'm a big fan early on here. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All yep. right. Uh, Ed Sullivan, do you have um, Stogie Fresh 5 on, on the... I do not you have do any not. Stogie Fresh huh? 5. And uh, we reached out to them a In the beginning, of, he's like, yeah, I'll definitely be in. I'm very interested in... Uh, this so is Doc David Diaz. David Doc Diaz. And yeah. yeah. Stopped responding, stopped uh, talking to us. All right, so he's dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> we beat him anyway, but no, uh, truly, he did. There's somebody that wasn't in the cigar industry. I'm in the industry, right? So I got, I got a, a dog in this fight. Right. And he, he doesn't. And that is to say about all the bloggers and um, cigar media and things like that that aren't in the cigar industry. That they spend their time, energy, and work, and we know how much work it is to oh, do yeah. everything you guys do. And, you know, for some of the little advertisers you get and things like that, it is nothing. It's not taking care of your plane flights and things to go to the event. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a major thing that they accomplished. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I can see, you know, after doing 500, and he would do a, events and promotions and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and, you know, like you said, a lot of times on our own dime, you know, before I started yeah. working with you guys, I ran a, a successful site. And a lot of times, you know, I went to IPCPR. I paid for my own hotel, my own flight. Yeah. You know, as you get bigger, a uh, manufacturer may say, hey, I'll pick up your hotel, what have you. But it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. And, and it's, there's so much spending that ends up happening there. So yeah. hats off to everybody in the cigar media that's doing this. Um, and I heard from a lot of them that that, uh, that sent a congratulations thing and all that yeah. stuff. And what a wonderful industry. Yeah, Coop oh. sent you a thing of uh, pasta, pasta, Garofalo pasta. And Ed Ryan sent you a little something. Yes, Ed Ryan, I got a book from you. Um, the Rediscovery of Tobacco. I'll read this. I, I read all this uh, cigar stuff that comes in and stories of it. There's great, great stuff here. Thank you. So a little info on Stogie Fresh, if you don't mind. Uh, Stogie first started in April of 2005 when Doc thought there was not enough comprehensive, accurate information on the interwebs. He was an educator, a researcher, a writer, and a cigar smoker who felt he could do something to the, for the industry. His first podcast would happen a year later in January 2006. It was called An Introduction to Stogie Fresh. At that point, it was called Stogie Fresh 5 because they were five-minute podcasts. Oh, really? Okay. His first 28 episodes would focus on aging cigars, cigar beetles, humidors, humidification, etc. So he did 500 episodes, and his shows were five minutes long. Well, an episode... If I knew that a long time ago... <laughs> on episode 29, he changed it up, and he started featuring cigars and pairings on his show. And it went from a five-minute show up to just shy of an hour. The first cigar that he reviewed was September 4th. It was a Patron 1926 40th anniversary. And uh, his, website, his episodes are archived on Stogie Fresh Info uh, starting at episode 61. So the first 60, did they really exist? Mm. 
So he stated yeah. he started podcasting due to Dog Watch Cigar Radio. Where yeah, radio another great one. Yeah, for Bob and Dale. Yeah. And Doc broke their record of 410 episodes in July of 2014. And he ended his run on July 23rd, 2016 with a review of the Senorio Maduro with a herf at his home in California. And uh, he featured cigars and libations for 10 years and two months. And he was best known for his catchphrase, it's time to rock with the doc. Okay, so 10 years and two months. That's something to talk about next week, too, because it's not going to be until April 1st that we're going to hit the 10-year mark. Yep, that's right. We started in the spring. So he did more than one a week at some point in order to... to do that. Um, oh, no, no, less. Yeah, less. He did less. So he skipped a few episodes. Yeah. Well, another thing we got going for us is we never missed an episode. Mm-hmm. Never. No. Nope. That's right. And we're talking Christmas, mm-hmm. holidays, things, whatever. If somebody had to go away, the show must go on. Yeah. I missed a couple. You missed a couple. Yeah, I did one by myself with uh, Willie Morante, who chose to nod his answers. Yes, yes. Always them. good. <laughs> that was a fun time. Oh, my God. Um, on Instagram, and I got Fred over there watching the Instagram today on the, on Cigar Authority, if you do Instagram. Cigar right, Authority. Cigar Authority Podcast. Podcast. Cigar and he's doing some behind-the-scenes videos, um, so if you want to see... Anything. Yeah. The back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, somebody, David Vasquez, um, asked um, the best interview that we did. And I'll say it's a tie between two of them, one in the cigar industry and one not. Hanky Kellner, Davidoff. Um, and we did it a couple of times, but the last time I interviewed him, we got a lot of information that even the people from Davidoff said, oh my God, I never heard those stories before. I didn't know this happened. And we're really good stuff. And I've, I've known Hanky for many, many years. And there was, you know, Asking the questions and and some of the things I never usually I ask a question I know the answer to it already. In this case, it was things that I never heard before, and that continued after the show was over all night. Wow. Of I never knew the story existed, and with some real great stuff there. By the way, one of the most uh, one of the biggest gentlemen in the cigar industry. Yes. Kind gentleman makes everyone feel welcome and at home. Just. Tremendous, tremendous well, man. And, and the, the people at Davidoff, another great supporter of the show um, uh, over the years, and Avo Yuvazian. Mm-hmm. Avo, who was a friend, ate at your restaurant, mm-hmm. Tommy. Um, also, you as a consumer, not in the cigar industry, packed your bags up during uh, an Avo birthday and flew to Dominican Republic. Yeah, I went to Avo's actual birthday in DR, thanks to you, by the way. And uh, that's one of the times when I met Hanky and his son. Uh, and by the way, everybody was there in the cigar industry paying tribute to Avo. And to me, that talks a lot about yeah, Avo. that might have been his 80th birthday or something. It he was his, to 91. It was his actual 80th birthday, yeah. but everyone was there who weren't, wasn't related to Davidoff because right. Davidoff made Avo cigars, but Nick Perdomo was there, for yeah. example. Um, um, Dude, that's this industry. It's so awesome. Carlito was there. Yeah. And matter of fact, he gave me a hug. All, um, all respect. So, so respectful. They, yeah, it was, it was tremendous, uh, tremendous group that was there and wonderful, wonderful people. And Hanky, incidentally, as you point out with the, with the interview, uh, has the, the old world experience, right? Comes from, came from Cuba, manufacturing Cuba. Yeah. Right. And then, and then manufactured in DR. So he has a lot of the experience on both sides. And, um, you want to talk about a factory that does everything 
to the nth degree, he was the first one always pioneering the best way to do something. Yeah, yeah. And and people emulated him in, in his factory. He built a factory that was unbelievable. People were emulating him and building factories like him. They were doing draw testing like he was. Yeah. They were doing, um, uh, what do you call that? When you remove the stem, they, yeah. were, they were emulating him in, in that and in his aging processes. <laughs> and his uh, use of San Vicente, which some people loved and, and yeah. didn't love. Right. I mean, I, I just, I admire him very much. Yeah. Yeah. What is uh, the interview with Heidi Rank? When we did the, that was great. We're probably the only cigar podcast to broadcast live from a wedding. That's it. From the wedding is right. That's right. Yeah. It's one of my faves. Um, we, how about when we interviewed Steve Saka's wife? You remember yeah, that? That was fun. That was great. That was fun. He didn't even know it. He's traveling somewhere. He didn't know it for like three weeks or something. That's that ended hilarious. up happening. Amanda Santi. Do you remember that, Chuck? You that's there. one of my favorites. Uh, you, it was yeah, great. So good. Yeah. Um, he, he did a fantastic job. Another guy got into the cigar business. I don't even know if the, the if cigar exists, seeing these people get into it. But a real lover of cigars, not a guy that just said, okay, I got a name. Let me add this to it. The guy loved cigars, was chain smoke. We had him the night before, and we had him all day the next day. Yeah. Fantastic. How about the Iron Sheik? No, that was uh, Nikolai Volkov. Sorry, sorry. Nikolai Volkov. Wow. Right. Wrong communist. Sorry. <laughs> I got my communist mix up again. <laughs> what an awesome guy he yeah, was, huh? That was we, great. We had some good roadies, too. Uh, the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest we yes. went to a couple times. Yeah, that was yeah. a good trip. Um, we went to, uh, to Connecticut. Tobacco. Yeah, what From the mid, uh, middle of a tobacco field in Connecticut with, where they were growing. In the batteries. Bar. In the bar. With, ba- with yeah. batteries. Both yeah. batteries, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had to bring uh, marine batteries to be yeah. able to power the thing, and it was hot. It and was we, like 90-something degrees. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, we, we were worried the board was going to overheat, Yeah, and uh, they were growing broadleaf. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we did some great Diamond stuff. Crown down there at their facilities. All right. So, uh, David Doc Diaz, congratulations for five hundred. We're we're going to take it over uh, next he, week. But he's he, going he down. Did, yeah, but he did he did a lot, and this is all good for the industry. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's out there, um, you know, they, they're doing something very nice and helping the industry. So, uh, hats off to everybody that's there. That ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And this one actually is a half and half. It was actually a email that came in to Jonathan who forwarded it to us because it said Happy 500th. And Alex Acosta. Alex, how are you? I hope everything's good over there. Uh, he writes, uh, well, guys, I hope you're doing well. This is quite a milestone. Imagine the celebration. Jonathan must be quite delightful. Jonathan's not here. No. Uh, <laughs> delightful. So he knows it. So since Jonathan is not destroying your chi, I have a question. Would you rather have Mr. Jonathan sit next to you in his briefs and drunk, and we all remember that episode, if you <laughs> there, yep. versus have him read to you, sober for an entire segment. Entire wow. wow. Which is, calling him out. Which is terrible on its own, right? So which would be better, Ed Sullivan, for you on your side? I'm going solidly with the reading. I had the worst seat in the house. He, 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 he was, was sitting at the level. end. Yeah. Yep. And I remember that. You're like, oh, my Horrible. God, I can't look. I can't look. I know. And the problem was he was monitoring the chat room. So he kept looking, and I thought he was trying to get my attention. So I'd look and see the horror <laughs> over and over. The, the drinking thing has been a problem for, for both Jonathan and I because we're professionals. For, for Barry, no problem. 
problem. No, I'm a professional <laughs> <Yeah>. drinker. <laughs> but uh, none of us can read very well. No. Yeah. We trip over our words. But I'll, I'll take Jonathan sitting in his underwear because I could just turn my back to him. Yeah, which you did. Yeah. You did. Oh, my God. It's awful. So I would say um, no, not with him because he was sitting next to me and I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> so as bad as he reads and as bad as I read, I'd rather him I read mean, a segment. The, not... Yeah. And the red panties. Really? Red, yeah. <laughs> and he had no idea. And he was wearing red panties. <laughs> yeah. Was it Valentine's day or something? It was what it something was. there. Whatever was going on, man, Mr. Jonathan, you got to be kidding me. I heard he's wearing black underwear this weekend. Lingerie, they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, usually when you're going to put out, you put on the black ones and, so, Barry, we, we, we decided, can we come up with some sort of deal or something for the people who listen to the show? Yes, we and, did. And give them a bunch of stuff. Now, we can't give away things anymore unless there's a purchase that happens to it. So uh, we came up with something, and we're going to run this um, from now through November 16th or until it's marked off, uh, sold out, um, until we have it sold out. Right. So if you buy $75 or more from twoguyscigars.com, and then you add a comment that says 500 plus, you can use the plus sign or spell it out wherever you wish, and uh, you're going to get five free items. You're going to get a free Cigar Authority travel case, a free Jet Flame lighter, a free Cigar Authority patch, a free Cigar Authority cowbell, and a free flashlight. Five free items to celebrate our 500 episode. And this offer is only good in the continental USA, with the exception of South Dakota and Utah, due to laws against it currently. Or for good until November 15th, why supplies last? In case of a sellout of a particular free item, something, some items might be substituted, so hurry. What are uh, they doing in South Dakota and Utah? Yeah, what's it's illegal to sell cigars over the internet in South Dakota and Utah. But you can marry three women. But you can marry three women nice. in Utah. I just yes. want to make sure I understood that. <laughs> and it maybe marijuana is legal or who knows what's going on over there anyway. Yep. So if you go to twoguyscigars.com, that's the number twoguyscigars.com, and you buy $75 or more, and you put 500 plus in the add a comment about your order, you're going to get five free items, and there'll be a picture of the items on the cigarauthority.com as soon as the show is over, and I'm able to update that. Okay. But starting now. Anything 75 or more, put 500 plus, and you're going to get five free items. Okay. So, yeah, we had to do it that way because this law's, law's changed. You have to purchase them, right? Yeah. Them. I know. You can't give away tobacco products, and we're giving away products that are not tobacco products. Accessories. Accessories. They're just doing this to make you get more creative. Right. You know? Absolutely. So you got to figure a way around it or something. We want to do something, and we have all these. I wish I wish we even had it with us. The, the case is the... Uh, um, is the hard case with the, you know, uh, Zycar was known for making them, yeah. Otis is making them, yeah. and across the top, it has the Cigar Authority right on the top. Badass. So you go to a hearth, you go into a cigar lounge, you let everybody know you are a Cigar Authority. Yeah, yeah, so that's it. So a little something to say uh, thank you to our listeners that are out there. And, and I, I'm planning on spending $75 on Monday to get one, so I'll bring it in next week and we'll show it on the show. Okay, because uh, you'll have one week, one, one week, week left. left at that point. Okay, right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. 
Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> and in Long Island, New York, the Plain Edge High School head football coach has been suspended for one game. His crime? Running up the score. According to a lopsided scores policy, a coach who wins by more than 42 points is put on the hot seat. Coach Shaver saw his 6-0 team beat an unbeaten rival by the score of 61-13, which is a difference of 48 points. The county wasn't happy with his explanation for the victory, so they suspended him. And this week, with the assistant coach calling the plays, the team began punting the ball on first down in the third quarter, as well as taking a knee instead of running a play while up 36-0. So, Dave, I'm thinking we don't run up the score. And after episode 501, we take a knee. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. All right, we're going to make that decision next week. So, episode 501, is it the last episode? Is it not? We're going to talk about it right out loud during the show. We'll talk about it during the week, too, mm-hmm. to see what happens. You see what Barry is. Barry wants out. <laughs> um, and that's okay. And that doesn't mean if he's out that we don't continue to because uh, these two guys quit on me and uh, Jonathan quit a few different times. I, I will not quit. I will. Uh, I will be part of the team. Whichever decision is made. Is made. All know, right. I won't go out dancing. Instead, I'm a team player. All right. So it's family, right. Dave. You know, you leave the nest, you come yes, back. Yes. Yes. You know? I'm so happy you guys are here. I can't tell you. I'm. You know, how how long of a ride for you to get here? Uh, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you. All good. I reached out to you. I said, any chance you can do it? And you said, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll be there. And, yeah. and as you did, Tommy. Absolutely. I wouldn't miss it for the world. No I'm so happy that you guys are here. And uh, it, ma- it made 500 so special that, that you guys are here. And we'll see what goes on. One of my favorite episodes, yeah. and, and pluralized intentionally here, is uh, the State of the Cigar Union. Yeah, I yes. always enjoyed. Can I swear? Yes. The shit out of yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm putting a reservoir on it. This feels so unnatural. I enjoy the shit out of those shows. It was just so insightful, Dave. You spent a lot of time and diligence on that. And the industry, you know, we're talking about the giveaway that you guys are doing. There's just so many freaking changes that they're making. Mm. And but you have to get creative. creative. You have to. Okay, and, so this happened. What can we do about this? And th- that is another thing of, you know, I take the bow for it because of Two Guys Smoke Shop, but it's the people that work at Two Guys Smoke Shop, Ed Santa Maria, who's a big part of it and been with me for 25 years now. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, Jimmy Price from CLE bringing up a gift yeah, for Dave. Wonderful. High level, Dave. What, how is the state? of the cigar industry right now at this present time? FDA is the biggest problem. FDA jumped in a few years ago, and they want to regulate it beyond belief. And it's going to hurt a lot of little guys that are there. And uh, unless something happens really fast, uh, this thing is is ready to go. Um, And some little guys are going to get pushed out of the industry because – they can't afford to it's taxation. To, to, but yeah, yeah, literally, it's taxation. They call it whatever they want to call it, regulation. <laughs> but it's it's certainly a tax. So that's it's what crazy. happens. And and the beauty of this industry is the little guys. The little guys is is what makes it. Okay, that's uh, Ed um, pushing me out from break. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, single cast nation exclusive. We're smoking that. When we come back, uh, we'll have more. To talk about, we're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. 
So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except a name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. 
You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Armand Hassan, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority. And we're back. We're smoking the single Cast Nation exclusive that's going to be available on Tuesday. If you go to single Cast Nation, if not, twoguyscigars.com on Wednesday. If there's any left, this is the final segment of episode 500. I'm with the guys that brought me to the dance. Welcome back, Chuck Morrison. I see what Tommy you, Grella. I see what you did there well, with bringing them to the dance. <laughs> there we go. You can dance with men too. There we go. <laughs> we, I used to do dances all the time. We had a pole, but I broke it, so we installed a column. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Column dancing. That could uh, be a new thing. Um, people just chuck quarters at me. So Go away. Big thank you to those that <laughs> listening, watching, sharing, reviewing, all that stuff. There's so many reviews and so many shares and thanks. Uh, goes to everybody out there because, frankly, there's no show if there's not people listening to this mess, we always call it. And uh, um, also to the sponsors, I'm going to quickly go down the list of the people uh, sponsoring us. is Hammer and Sickle, J.C. Newman. Perdomo, Rocky Patel, Asylum, Cigar Journal Magazine, Classic Cigars, Lotus Lighters, Padron, Recluse, Sereno, Christoph, Don Raphael, La Galera, Miami Cigar, Drew Estate, Aladino, Altadas, and the after show is Roma Craft. By the way, we have an after show. You got to run out. Uh, unfortunately, I do. Yeah. Uh, the after show is a little show that we do after the show, and we talk about for 20 minutes, audio only. You want to stick around, Chad? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah? yeah? Beautiful. We can talk about Tommy when he's not here. All right. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, yeah, we had um, somebody wanted to us to do a show after the show because they stuck around after the show and they said, this is the show, yeah. the stuff that happens after the show. <laughs> so we said, okay, we'll run, we'll run a tape after the show is over and talk about it. The show never stops. It never stops. Right. It really doesn't. That's how it goes. So right now, um, let's find out what's up in the cigar industry with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And it's a quiet news week, but we'll start with some legislative news. 
as the state of Florida has seen a purchasing age increase introduced in the Senate for the second year in a row. It filed in the House last year, and uh, Aleve is the head of the House, and he said that he will make sure it does not pass again. Imperial Brands announced this year that their profits dipped 21% from $1.8 billion U.S. dollars to $1.4 billion as the company continues to look to sell its premium cigar division. And the chat room is starting a petition for us to do more episodes, just like they did a petition for Game of Thrones. And and we all like, yeah. In the cigar world. <laughs> yeah, so Altadis yes. is being sold. The biggest and the baddest. Yeah, wow. they're being sold. So the, com- the parent company, which is Imperial Tobacco, who's all cigarettes and everything, says we don't make enough money on this cigar part of it. It's not profitable like cigarettes are it's a whole different thing they got into it for many years and they don't see a future with it and it, they don't belong in it yeah. also nat sherman that was bought i don't know if you know nat sherman was bought out yeah. by um philip morris philip morris yeah altria and they bought it for the cigarettes and now they're selling the cigar part of it they want out because they don't they don't belong here and they don't want to be in here which is great mm-hmm. I think it's a very positive thing of getting them out. I hated that they were getting into yeah. it because now it's cigarettes and cigars are the same thing. It's the same people that's in it. It's not. And I'm going to double down that Bill Paley is going to buy Nat Sherman because I found out through sources in New York this week that he's been looking to buy a cigar lounge in New York City. Wow. Yeah. Boy, I don't know. Who are the players on this? Lou Rothman still in? Nope. How long has he been out? He's out oh, 10 years at least, right? Yeah, long time. Yeah. What's he doing? He's uh, hiking and... He had a house in Nicaragua. What do you do, just yeah. give it up? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. But he was bought out. And I, I think they're all sorry when they get out of it. Somebody like him is sorry they got out of it. Yeah, of course. That's how it is. Uh, you know, you saw Christian Aroa get out, and here he is. He's yeah. back in. Yeah. So they, they want to get back in, the ones that are really into it. Um, it's an industry of passion. Yeah. You know, people who are in this industry love it. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, all right. What else do we got coming on? We got the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, so let's do that. The Don Raphael Offer of the Day is brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, how much? And uh, today's 10 bucks. Uh, I'll give you 10 bucks and uh, back on to the things that Tommy Grella will eat or won't eat. Uh, 10 bucks to eat a pickle with chocolate syrup on it. Sure. Not a problem. <laughs> no. Well, you're going to get a pickle with a chocolate syrup? Let's go. Really? Yeah. Okay, we'll get together. Would you eat that? 100%. Really? Yeah. Barry? Yeah, I'll do it. That's not. Ed? Yeah, it's not. There's no, we're not using a euphemism for pickle, are we? No. <laughs> no. Just making sure. We need to clarify. We need to rephrase the question. Who would not do that, Dave? Really? Would you not? No, I would. I ate a pickle lollipop. I went to a snack convention. It was a freeze pop. Freeze pop, and it was pickle juice, freeze pop. If Jonathan was And here. nobody would eat it, and I went up and I said, yeah, do it. And they yeah. made a big deal. Oh, my God, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. And I didn't find it that all that offensive. You didn't finish it. No. If Jonathan was here, he'd be tickling the pickle before he Oh, my uh, goodness. <laughs> Can we say that? Can we say that? Well, well, I guess well, he, he did. He, he might be tickling the pickle right now for all we know. <laughs> While dancing with men. All right. So let's put some, ch- after the show, we'll put some chocolate sauce on a pickle and have a party. Why yeah. not? All right. I got a, I got a pile of tens on me. <laughs> <laughs> this is going downhill fast. Oh, boy. Do you have any uh, anything in the mailbag you need to share? Uh, yeah, I got a couple of mailbags. 
mailbags here. I'm going to put them, keep them in the order that Jonathan was nice All enough right. to leave them for me. And the first one comes from our friend in Bangkok, Brian Charles. Bangkok, Thailand. Jonathan's favorite city, yes. by the way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I thought it was uh, fuck it, but oh, it's Phuket. Sorry. Go ahead. Not to be confused with Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Uh, gentlemen, I have been a loyal fan since 2015, and I am quite saddened by your talks about not sure if you're continuing after episode 501. I get it. Barry's ready to have his Saturdays back. Mr. Jonathan's already quit once, and his anger comes through more and more each week. He is an angry guy. Not to mention he's eager to pursue a career in ribbon tying. Mm. Dave is the only you one I story? have faith in considering. Ah. Dave's the only one I have faith in that considering his work ethic, I can see him pushing on with just himself and Ed at the helm. Or have you considered switching out the panel and continue on as the Cigar Authority part do? Keep Dave as the anchor and bring two other suave, qualified personalities. Any volunteer, he'd gladly move back to the States for this. No kidding. I'm sure I'm not the only one who would hate to see you <laughs> That's guys. That's a long commute. And it's wrong. You guys bring so much to the table, entertaining and educating the cigar world. It would be a shame to have to re- rely on other options. You built a freaking studio, for God's sake. Please consider this for the, your loyal fans. I will consider it. We're going to talk about is Brian this Brian Charles, living in Bangkok, Thailand. Then that's what Jonathan's he sounds like. Favorite city. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There we Whoa. Go. That's him. Nice. That's awesome. It's amazing some of the people I met over the years. I met him face to face that he came up. Wow. And he says, oh, I'm Brian. That I How go cool to is that? And all over the world. This is a worldwide thing. And I even heard for your anniversary party that there were folks coming in from like Chicago. Everywhere. And, yeah. Everywhere. It's amazing what, what has happened to it. You know, originally started, we were talking on the break. This is not the original reason for the podcast. It was a localized thing, but not real. You know, we did the radio stations that were close, but we were getting so much more viewers and listenership across the country right. than we were getting locally. And I think uh, New Hampshire here is like number 18 of, mm-hmm. of states. Yeah. Cali- I mean, California is number one, yeah. followed by Texas, Florida. And I got to imagine the California folks are listening later as yeah. opposed to live because it's three-hour difference. Well, they, they're used to the, sun o'clock, the Sunday 1 o'clock football game beyond at 10 a.m. So yeah. the day starts earlier. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's weird, huh? But they leave halfway through the show because they got to beat the traffic. All right. <laughs> Chuck gets the sports reference. Yeah, I'm going to go with the classic three-way with our panel that's right here and let Ed set it out, who's our champion. And we'll start with with uh, Tommy. So it's time for the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. You remember how this works without going over, right? Right. And you write it down. You got a pen. You all have a pen over there. We're going to start with you, Tommy Grella. Everybody write their number down so there's no cheating. Although, gentleman Chuck Morrison would never. Never. Lou Ferrigno, movie actor, bodybuilder, known for playing the Incredible Hulk in the TV series, also notable Sinbad in the Seven Seas, Hercules, and he was also on The King of Queens. He was born today. 
Lou Ferrigno, born today what year? Lou Ferrigno, born what year? Everybody's writing it down. Okay. And they're locked in, so Tommy, it's up to you. What do you got? 1949. 49, he says. 60. 60. Tommy Grell is like the kid that you sat next to in school that you hated because he's sitting there covering <laughs> yeah. up his sheet. Yeah. <laughs> you can't cheat off of him, but I had 1949 too. 49, two for 49. Both of you will get a point. It's 51. So we, wow. got, we got Tom at one. We got Barry at one. And Chuck misses oh. out on that. But we got two more questions. I got two tiebreakers just in in case. Over to you, Chuck. John Lennon meets Yoko Ono at an art exposition at a gallery in London today for the first time. John Lennon meets Yoko Ono today, November 9th. What year? And what do you got? 1972. 72. 68. 68. 65. 65 for the point. 66. So Tom, yes. Tom takes the lead at two. <laughs> Barry one. Chuck, you have none. Remember, two. This is the last question. Yep. Unless a tie, but two points if you get it exact. It's over to you, Barry. Joe Cocker. I get by with a little help from my friends. I thought you were going to say Mr. Jonathan's favorite name. <laughs> Joe Cocker's version of the Beatles single, with a little help from my friends, become the number one single today. What year? Over to you, Barry. 69. He says 69. Over to you. 71. 71. Oh, man. I'm going for a two-pointer here. 76. 76. Everybody is over. It was 68. Everybody's over. Tom Grella, you're the champion. You're the champion, the man to beat. What do I win? Nothing. A pickle with chocolate sauce. You should do. And $10. (laughs) And $10. So the after show is going to be on on Wednesday. We, we taped this after show after the show, and Wednesday it plays it is, yeah. for just uh, audio only. So it, And it doesn't count as the 500s. We do oh, the right. show. It doesn't even count. That's good. So yeah. it shouldn't, right? It's no. a different show. Post-game. It's a different show. So can, I, can I read another mailbag? Sure. I like this one. This comes from Philip Williams. And uh, first, thank you for the podcast. I learned how to smoke cigars four years ago by watching and listening to the Cigar Authority. Secondly, I grew up around cigar smokers in the 50s and the 60s, and I never heard those gentlemen talk about tasting notes. That being said, when did tasting notes become a thing? And lastly, Jonathan is too much. Hashtag man card revoked. Cigar, <laughs> cigar aficionado. Really started the the tasting notes in a big way, moving from wine to cigars. Yeah, they I, added that. But yeah. I, I got a I a letter like, from yeah. Steve Saka before there was cigar aficionado yeah. that came in and bought a bunch of cigars from me at the East Boston yeah. store, and he sent me a letter and a gift after he came to the yeah. store, which was wow. A gift coming from a customer that made purchases in our store, uh, which was a humidif- humidifying machine mm. that he had no use for or something. So gave it to me and gave me notes, flavor mm-hmm. notes yeah. of each cigar that yeah. he purchased. I'm like, who is this right. guy? And oh. it actually started on Usenet, which you were a part of. And Ed Sullivan was. And yeah. Ed Sullivan, Alt.Cigar or Alt.Cigars. Alt.Smokers.Cigars. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And that's where Tasty Notes really began. Yeah, yeah. B- before that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I what think year it, are we talking about here? Early 90s, maybe 1990. Yeah, maybe and, a little later than that, but yeah. in that time frame. Early 90s. And um, I remember going back 
to smoking cigars I had smoked before after reading notes of flavors that I never thought to think about mm. and then going back and smoking it, it opened up the whole world to taste. Yeah. And I, I think in those days it didn't have all the, let's call them the frou-frou descriptions, you know. This Jonathan one. Yeah, the Jonathan yeah. description. I like his descriptions. I have to say, I've always found him to be dead on. Yeah, he's. I'll give him props. It, it's scary that sometimes he says some oddball thing, and then I take the drawer right after. And I don't know if part of that goes Power in your suggestion. mind. Yeah, but I'm like, damn it, we're making. They're making fun of him as as I'm thinking, and I go, he's you, right. You got it right. He's right. I remember well, one time he was like, um, turkey with stuffing. <laughs> wow, what cigar was that? I don't remember the uh, yeah. cigar, but I remember him saying that, and I was like, wow, I'm getting sage, thyme, rosemary. Oh, my God, he's right. I hate that he's right, but he's right. Yes. Actually, he would say, have you ever had stuffing before? You you take out the bread, yeah. and, the root, and then you have just the celery left. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's right. That's how he would say it. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God, that's Instead perfect. of saying just celery, but yeah, no, right. it had to have but used to have been with Barry, what you have to do is you get some Lucky Charms, and you take the marshmallows <laughs> out, and you put them in some hot cocoa, and then you dump it out and sniff the mug, and that's what you got. <laughs> Only if the mug... Had Chinese peapods. <laughs> what we and we always knock him on that Chinese peapods because that was an early, early show. He did do it. He, yeah. he said it once. What the hell cigar was that? And I just can't go back to every. If anyone ever finds it, tell me what show it is because I oh, like to. We'd love a clip from that. Rudy, your job is for your show next week when you're on to tell us what episode it, that it, was. You'll know. It would take a thousand episodes to find that. You know, a thousand hours, right? A thousand hours to find it. But that was early on. Of uh, so speaking of cigar notes on the whiskey cask nation habano leaf made at Aganorsa, yeah, exclusive to two guys cigars.com. That's called a segue, by Here the way. We, uh, <laughs> we usually bring that up, pro, pro, yeah, <laughs> pro. on the front end. You definitely get some of that barrel aging, there's that sweetness that's Absolutely. synonymous with the rye and the bourbon. But once you get past that onslaught of sweetness. The cigar itself is begins good, to shine through. It's a good cigar. And it is yeah. a classic Aganorsa profile. I like it. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, please don't look at this as a flavored cigar. It spent, no, it spent a little time on a flavored cigar. No, it's a great but, way to say it. But yes, it was in this barrel after the cigar was actually produced yep. and then made. And it brings on a little something yep. that sweetens it up. You definitely notice it on the front end and on the back end is... Classic cigar. And we're, we're all down mm. close to the band here at this point, and mm. it still has that flavor. It didn't dissipate. Correct. No. It stays in. It's, it's a good cigar. This is my second one that I've smoked today, and I got two more in my pocket because <laughs> right. I'm enjoying it that much. Wow. I don't mm. think you'll get a buzz from it, Barry. Unfortunately. Now, do, do, do people have to buy by the box, or can they buy singles? Uh, for the first day, it'll be box only. Okay. Because it's only a 10 count box. If anything lasts past the first day, uh, the option will be there for singles and boxes, but on sale at 12, it will be sold out by three. That's what J&J Whiskey, the people behind Single Cask Nation, are predicting. Okay. Can I say that whiskey was amazing, too? Yes, it was. Really, really fantastic. That's why I haven't poured the last bottle. This is, this is coming home. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It um, is a, it, it's a, what do you got, like a two, two shots there? It's, a, it's about two ounces. Yeah? Yeah. Very Depending small. on the bar you go to, that's either one or two shots. I would have liked to see what their bottle looks like. Yeah. That's what I like, too, is packaging. Yes. I know. I know. You know Cigar-wise, I, I was dying to see the packaging today of the, of the box of cigars, and what's, what did the alcohol look like? It's a uh, 
there's a bourbon out there. It says really big on it, bourbon whiskey down the side. I can't think of the brand, but it's 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 not an elaborate bottle. Yeah, yeah. and and this they let the whiskey shine. And this through. group is, you know, everything's one offs that they put. Hudson is the brand I was thinking. Okay, of. it looks like a Hudson. Bourbon. Yeah, Hudson. It, yeah, I like Hudson bourbon. Th- this is um, single cast nation is a company that it's all one off barrels, all, all one off, all bar- barrels. This case, it was two hundred eighty bottles. Um, they do this regularly that they release a a single barrel release and it sells quick. Okay, and now that we have put a, hopefully a whole bunch of people from the Cigar Authority onto their site, yeah. they can be part of it. And if there's something that floats their boat that sees it, mm-hmm. and they're able, they sell it directly to the they end sell user. it directly to the end user. All right, so they go to singlecastnation.com. dot com singlecastnation dot yep. com. So it's been enjoyable working with them uh, on this project, and uh, unfortunately with with one time one shot things or something it's here it's gone and you know our our relationship is over or if they ever want to do it again who knows uh, if they have some success for it but um we have had a lot of success here on the cigar authority speaking of which i'm not over i'm officially telling you now if you keep the show back whenever you want me i'm here that's a real, I love that's a reason that. to end I it right there. That. That. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a! <laughs> no, seriously, I'm, I'm I'm so proud to have been part of it at all. I, is, I wish I could have been part of it the whole time, but but, really, but you know something. Awesome. This yeah. is everybody who was ever part of it and is willing to come back. So everything, everybody left, obviously fine. Yeah, that will come back anytime. It's awesome. For yeah, them. it's <laughs> and April first will be ten years. Wow. April 1st yeah. is 10 years. Those, that's another milestone I'm it's looking huge. at. And then you said 10 years and two months. Yeah. And this is how I keep people going. We just keep moving the carrot. I'll get into that argument with does you. Does it still yeah. remain the Catalina wine mixer? Or does it, it now is achieve a new name? <laughs> there we go. It's the Catalina. <laughs> that's awesome. Which, that's- which was the discussion before the show started that day. If you remember, we had all watched it on TV. It must have been on cable or something happened. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about before the show even started. So it became the Catalina <laughs> wine mixer because that's right. uh, the stepbrothers, right? That's one that's of right. the greatest movies yeah. of all time. Did that's you motorboat? Did you do a motorboat? <laughs> this episode has been like, the perfect storm. Tommy back, Chuck back, no Mr. John. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was so perfect. It was epic. Yeah. Uh, we have Aaron in the audience. I want to make note of Aaron, and he does the ash holes on Wednesday. They're celebrating this week three years. Three years. And awesome. Aaron started off with a the one person that would show up to watch the show and now the host of it. Mm-hmm. And we have um, Dave in the audience, Cigar Hacks. He's here with us. He's another guy that mm-hmm. does a podcast. This is the great thing of this industry. Yeah. These Everybody, it's not competition. It's everybody helping. Yeah, just yeah. like last week when we had Kirk Kendall on. Yes. You know, it's, it's the camaraderie yeah. of the cigar this industry. This is the cigar industry. Yeah. Rising that's tides how, raise all ships. Absolutely. Amen. Chuck Morrison, thank you so much. Oh, Tommy Grella. Pleasure. Barry, thank you for all it's the been a time pleasure. you put in. And, and Ed Sullivan, thank you. Yeah, to I our a, listeners, I got a lot of catching up to do to hit the, the Chuck number, but I'm yes. going to try to break it as long as the show's here. That's why records are there, my man. <laughs> there we go. All right. Thank you to our listeners so much. Next week, episode 501, as we begin the longest running podcast yes. of all time. Yeah, you're going to hear it over and over now. Uh, we beat the record, and we have some important Cigar Authority information for you in the decision when we continue and why. Joining us will be the longest listening fan of all time from Canada, Rudy 
is coming on. We're going to bring him on via whatever the heck we do now. And until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing in the last two hours other than the show's better without Mr. Jonathan, remember to keep the let let end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.